Since time immemorial, human beings have stared up at the stars and asked the unanswerable questions. Why am I here? What is the nature of the cosmos? What is the meaning of life? Are we alone in the universe? Will DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? Is a detailed backstory for your first level halfling wizard even How worth it? How muscular men with pageboy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? Prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture. An audio thunderdome. Two nerdy friends enter. Only one shall be victorious. This is I'm Right, and he's Rob. And welcome to another episode of I'm Right, and he's Rob. Uh, the uh, pop culture debate show between two very pathetic old men. Uh that uh, hopefully will not devolve into an argument about college football at some point. Uh, normally we start the show uh, with uh, uh, contritions, with uh, mistakes that we've realized, uh, but I don't think we made any last episode. No, so, no, there was no mistakes at all, and yeah, nothing needed we were, to be redacted. Yeah, I think we're fine. So we'll, we'll just move on to today's episode, and without further ado, uh, let me introduce... Uh, my co-host, my name is Monty Ike, and 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 the uh, the uh, tipped to my shaft, <laughs> the uh, the hood to my Robin, the Thanos to my dark side, the uh, quiver to your bottom lip. No. Yeah, I think that that's right. The quiver to my bottom lip. Uh, my best friend, Rob Bloom. Uh, good evening, Rob. How are you? I'm good, Monty. I'm watching the game behind you and. I know. But let's, let's, join the view, dude. This is gonna we're we're tape delayed. Remember that. Don't yeah, talk I about know. this game <laughs> because people are gonna be like, "What game of the what the fuck are they talking? Like, Army Navy game? What the hell's going on?" Um. Yeah. All right. Uh. So tonight, uh, Rob, the subject of our debate, very classic one. Uh. Very Marvel versus DC. Which uh, I was wondering when we get to. I, yeah. I, I was wondering what. What would be the first incarnation where we would actually do a, a battle of the big two? Right, and uh, and it comes uh, here to these lowly, lowly characters. Well, they're not too terribly lowly, but yeah, kind of. They are. They are. They are the you know ten years ago, powered. exceedingly lowly. Now exactly. they're in pop both. culture. Yeah, yeah, both. Both are very in the pop culture spotlight. Yeah. Uh, we're of course talking about uh, uh, Green Arrow and Hawkeye. Uh, Green Arrow from uh, uh, DC, Hawkeye from Marvel. Um, both of them archers. Uh, both of them um, blonde. So, what is our debate? Is our debate who is better, who is cooler, uh, who's a better archer? I'm not going to just... debate who's a better archer because that's kind of subjective, and sure. it's clearly Hawkeye. Um, so I don't, I don't think that's, that's good. I think just, yeah, I think better, cooler. I think all of a sudden you turned into Kevin Nealon's Mr. Subliminal. (laughs) (laughs) Look, there is no reason to win this or or to, to argue this argument because I'm going to win. Uh, because, uh, really honestly, uh, that's just a fruitless exercise because I'm the right one. And I just think that honestly, Uh, we could just move. (laughs) Hot sex. Oh man, that is a great bit. All right, 
Um, no, no I, I don't think, I mean, honestly, the better, I mean, who's, who's writing this story and who's drawing it? I mean, that's, so is, there, is, there, sure. is there apples to apples on who is the better one? It's not like they're okay, live it's... people that we can have them shoot off, uh, you know? So the debate is basically who's cooler. Who's cooler. And uh, you, my friend, are back in the wrong pony. Once, okay, okay. Once again. But I'm going to concede one thing, uh, that uh, Green Arrow uh, came first. And as we know, uh, as uh, sexually active uh, adults, that's not necessarily the, the best thing. So I'll let you go first. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll let you go uh, first that was going to be my opening argument. Yeah. Because that obviously... But Green Arrow, uh, I will concede, is a Batman ripoff from the get-go. Uh, was literally made to be a Batman ripoff at the time that he was in. Uh, he's maybe a younger than Batman in his creation. Uh, was immediately given a sidekick just like Batman was. Was given a cave just like Batman was. Was given a car. He was basically meant to be a Batman ripoff. Mm-hmm. Um, this, of course, but, was a time when DC wasn't uh, conglomerated. He was a competing yeah. company, right? Not Detective Comics, yeah. right? Um, it was still it was still in the same universe, but I don't think Batman and Green Arrow ever met or anything in this mm-hmm. time frame. I, I would say they didn't meet until the '60s, but I could be wrong on that. Yeah. Um, but that's I think that's more of where I would start my argument is he. He survived the the Cold War. Uh, he survived the um, uh, the communist scare that shut down many characters of his time, um, and you know, kind of castrated Superman and Batman at the time when they were just starting to scratch in the dark and gritty. Then out came the uh, seduction of the innocent, and I forget the writer, but you know, basically said that sidekicks were sexual. Objects, yeah, 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 and that you know there were other mischievous things going on, and um, the seduction of the innocent kind of castrated comics, and that's when comics started to censor themselves, and we all know that story. But uh, Green Arrow was one of the few to survive that. Um, so the longevity of the character, I think, is. Uh, kind of a shining example. The other thing I would point out is he was basically meant to be Errol Flynn at the time of his incarnation that he's green. He's green arrow is, is Robin Hood. His costume is Robin Hood. Um, He's he's supposed to be Errol Flynn is what you said. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that version of of Robin Hood. I gotcha. Yeah. You know, the, the curly beard, the, uh, the hat, all that was supposed to be kind of a Robin Hood type of, Oh, amalgam, I guess. Yeah, okay. You know, in superhero form. Right. Uh, so, so I, I guess I, my, my whole argument is is that he came from an era that was gritty and dark, and then it became super light, and he still survived. And then it wasn't until the modern era that he became the character we know now, where he was the eco-warrior, uh, he was the super liberal on a team where he fought with, like, Hawkman, who was the super conservative. Um, he stood out for he, – he would literally call himself a bleeding heart liberal. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
he was the voice of reason and the everyman on the team. And, you know, I just think that he was one of the first to kind of be when Spider-Man first came out and had uh, comics about drug use, DC's first answer was Green Arrow's sidekick, uh, Roy, was doing heroin. Speed. And right there on the cover. Yeah. Oh, yes. I remember that very famous um, speedy uh, shooting up uh, on heroin, right? Yes. Oh, my ward is a, is a junkie or yeah. something. <laughs> my ward is a junkie. You know, very man of the people. So I, I guess my whole, to summarize just my beginning arguments, is that he's he's always been relevant, even in times when his compatriots weren't. Uh, he stood the test of time and is almost 75, 80 years old. He has a television show. <laughs> he, he does have a television show. Uh, that's true. Um, he has a television show where he uses all of Batman's villains and plot lines. It's very nice yeah. television show. So give me your opening argument. Uh, I will give about... you this. I'll give you this. I concede that um, Green Arrow uh, came first. I got it. And I also concede that Hawkeye is a ripoff in the fact that Marvel needed an archer. But he doesn't. He's not a straight ripoff. Where is. No. Uh, so this is, I mean, strictly speaking, then we're a derivative of a derivative, but but Hawkeye is only a ripoff in the fact that he uses bows and arrows, and those bows and arrows can sometimes be trick bows and arrows. His uh, his origin is radically different. He starts off as a villain. Um, he he starts off as a lovesick villain uh, as well, being under the control of uh, Black Widow, another person yeah. who becomes a, a superhero later on. Or not? Yeah, yeah, Black Widow. Um, I'll concede also that I think that he has the better origin. Yeah, he's a circus. Uh, he's a orphan, joins the circus, becomes uh, incredibly adept at bow and arrow, um, and and but I mean what I like about Clint Barton Hawkeye is Clint Barton never stops being sort of a working man. He's very blue collar. I mean his his entire uh, power set, if you can call it that, is training and working and mastering. Uh, his art uh, uh, of being uh, an archer. He's not rich like Ollie was. Um, you know, he, he doesn't come from money. He doesn't come from any of that. He literally picks up the bow and arrow as a way of surviving and then uses that uh, stuff to keep going. What I also love about uh, Hawkeye is um, they, they never make him into a very likable person. I like how Clint Barton in the comics has always been sort of a dick. He is sort of the devil's advocate in the. And Avengers. that's where him and Ollie are the same because I would say Ollie has been that way as well. That they are both assholes, and I don't think it's a ripoff of each other because I think they're assholes in different ways. Uh -huh. But they're both womanizing assholes. <laughs> uh, true. Uh, true. I, I also like. Uh, so I also like. Uh, the um, I also like the fact that uh, that Hawkeye again blue collar. I, I like how he kind of he's always being he's always striving to get out of somebody else's shadow. I mean, it's funny how we talk about how uh, you know Ollie is you know a ripoff of Batman, but it's it's almost like Hawkeye takes that chip 
and is always desperately trying to move out of everyone else's shadow, right? You know what I'm saying? He, he's always trying oh, sure. to be the leader of the team. He's always trying to, you know, he moves west. He takes on the Thunderbolts. He does all these different things. Um, also, he, he changed uh, He changed from being the Green Arrow first to being, um, uh, uh, not Colossus, uh, Gar- oh, God, what is he? Um, you know, uh, Hank Pym, Giant Man, but not Giant Man. He Goliath. Goliath. That's Goliath. God. It was on the top. Of my, I was like Galacticus. No, that's right. You know, he first tries Goliath. You I said mean, you said Green Arrow, but I think you meant Hawkeye. yeah Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Hawkeye becomes Goliath. Um, uh, and then then he tries being Goliath. Then he's Ronan. I mean, he's gone through a couple of different incarnations. He's a guy that uh, Tony Stark tried to make Captain America when Captain America died. And what I love about him is. He turned that shit down. I mean, think about it. The, here you've built this character who's desperately always trying to get out of uh, Steve Rogers' shadow, and he's given the chance to replace Steve Rogers, and he's like, nah, <laughs> nah, brah, that's not me. I'm not going to do that. And uh, and he walks away from it. So um, I just think that uh, that, that sort of blue-collar man can't... Now, now, yeah, I know Ollie in later times, when different writers in different time periods came in, he's been changed. But at the heart yeah. of it, Clint Barton never really had to be changed. That That's just no. a natural progression of a character. He's still, at his core, the same guy. I will also say this. When you talk about surviving the, uh, the innocence, when you're dressed like Errol Flynn's Robin Hood, you're already halfway to the 60s Batman anyway. You're not gritty. Sure. You're already cartoonish, impish. But I and, I default and... to the hard traveling heroes era, which really was the first of its kind when it was you had the good cop in in uh, Hal Jordan. Yeah. And then you had or then you had the the liberal Yeah. going going around, you know, gra- they were they were the epitome of grassroots heroes at the time when, you know, I, I concede. I think I think that that run was incredible, but I don't think that's enough to pull uh, Green Arrow out. I mean, for one thing, he, he's supposed to be the the most uh, successful and famous person in his city, uh, Star City, and he even became mayor. Yeah, he even became mayor with yeah, a not, band, not with a blonde Van Dyke, uh, and yeah. then all the, they also have a costume hero with a blonde Van Dyke, and nobody oh, puts that this together. Time, no, by this time, everybody knew who he was. Okay, that's that, the other thing. So that yeah, that. Clint Bart Barton doesn't need to wear a mask, everybody, because no one fucking cares who Clint Barton is, and Clint Barton might as well. I, I mean, people who would probably know know that Clint Barton's one of the best uh, circus archers in the world. So it wouldn't take a rocket scientist to go, oh, I bet you that's Clint Barton. He doesn't have to wear a mask, but he just does, you know, because because it's fashionable um not to not to change the subject but uh-huh. how do you feel about the adaptations now, there have been some cartoon adaptations that i really like but how do you feel about, about the movie adaptation of clint barton compared to what you know of the comics because they're, they're different they're they different, are different i think uh i think they i think they he's they more do... of a shield agent yeah, and I think they do a good job. I mean, that's and their way of, of a, that's what their way of making him um, an everyman is explaining that he's just this highly trained government agent. Um, I I liked I, I thought it was a little bit of a loop when he, uh, he he has a farmhouse with kids and a wife and everything like that. Uh, I always would have loved to have seen Mockingbird happen, um, which I was going to get to later. But the Hawkeye Mockingbird uh, is one of the most fantastic. 
you know, relationships and and uh, partnerships, uh, especially better than Black Canary and Green Arrow. Oh, 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 nice, <laughs> nice. I don't know. Did Green ever ever dump his wife because she was forced to have sex with somebody and then she killed that person? Um, That's some gritty. He got shit married right there, and then had to, and then she, then he. Oh, what happened in their marriage issue? I can't yeah. remember. It was not good. Yeah, both characters have died. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, I think Clint's was a little more tragic. Uh, and th- both of their coming back to life uh, equally ridiculous, <laughs> right? Oh, I kind of I don't I don't remember how Clint came back to be honest. I right. really don't. Yeah, because he just came back. I mean, they just basically uh, did some shit of oh yeah, and he's back kind of stuff. Well, it's not he, as, he he went away because Scarlet Witch went nuts. Yeah. No, it was House of M. He died, yeah. and then House of M happened, and then when he came back... That's when he came back. Okay. That's when he came Because he died back. during disassembly. Right. Okay. Right. Um, yeah. Which is just the craziest fucking thing, basically. What happens see, is, I really like- is he died, and he had a great impact, and then almost immediately in House of M, because she warps reality, he's still alive in that new alternate timeline of house of M. And then people are like, I'm really digging on Clint Barton again. And then when they bring snap everything back, they're like, Oh yeah, no, he's not dead, but he remembers well, dying. Uh, but I don't think he came back right away. He came back as Ronan and nobody knew where he was. He was in uh, hiding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Well, he picked up. Yeah. What did, I don't think it's, it's not necessarily no one knew who he was. He was in the mansion he dressed as Ronan to save the person who was called Ronan before Echo. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't. I I wasn't reading Avengers think, at that I time, think that so was I don't. A, it was a big reveal when he took off the, to the reader. It was a huge reveal. I think but to the team honest, it wasn't. Honestly, I don't think the team didn't necessarily. And now I'm, I'm going off of my memory, and God knows that's probably wrong. Um. So you know. Well, Kevin Smith brought back Green Arrow, and he used. The fact that uh, Parallax, a.k.a. Hal Jordan, mm-hmm. had gone nuts and died and was, before he died, saved part of his essence. Yeah. And so all he had to go on, like, a soul search to literally bring back his own soul. Yeah. And I actually remember enjoying that quite a bit. I thought it was, you know, you have this nigh-omnipotent character who could bring him back any way and just almost brought him back but didn't and so that then the character himself had to bring it back i thought yeah. it was feasible i mean any bringing back from the dead story is always going to be tongue-in-cheek right but i th- I remember enjoying the story enough that i read green arrow for five six years after that because of how good that run uh i'll give you some ground here uh i really like dark knight green arrow uh, one-armed. Oh yeah, Ollie. I always thought that was a cool thing. Uh, I remember that episode, uh, that issue of is it Superman where he's he's locked in on the plane? Is that that's where he dies, isn't it? That's where he dies. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. And and they they, they, than... they make you think that he's going to lose his arm because that whole thing of in Dark Knight is you can tell and that when... Ollie somehow blames clark Superman for, for yeah. losing his arm and everyone thinks oh my god there's they're setting up the and then nah it's gonna blow up <laughs> yeah. well and here's where we can go to other 
aspects of our characters. Um, I think Ollie has the richer legacy heroes. Um, obviously, uh, there is a female Hawkeye that is Kate Bishop, and she is awesome. Yeah. I, I will not say anything bad about her. Mm-hmm. But with Ollie, you have... But she's a female all, have, version of a, of a Marvel character, so there's plenty of people out there who are going to say bad things about her. True, so. but um, she's a freaking cool ass character who deserves her own title she's she's totally fun um but you have speedy and when i say speedy i mean the female yeah younger yeah. version of speedy you have what is he going by now uh, well he just died in a recent comic but roy harper arsenal, uh, died yeah arsenal yeah. yeah that's what he's going as now mm-hmm. uh he died but um there is connor hawk who was green arrow for a short time after Ollie died, and he right. was a very cool character. Um, who else? I'm forgetting all the other. But you're you're saying much like uh, it's it's the 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 sidekicks and tr- mentees uh, of Green Arrow. Well, and, and honestly, the one thing I think DC's always done well is the legacy characters. Now, yeah. recently, Marvel is definitely catching up with that, but yeah. I think that's that's where DC's backbone is is the legacy characters. Well, I think DC's more generational and has built up a sure. universe that's that's a lot more generational. I, I will say this about uh, Hawkeye. Uh, I think the stuff that they've done since uh, God, going back to maybe Secret Invasion, I'm not even sure. The, the stuff at the Avengers Academy and stuff like that, he's been a mentor now for new series. I think, his, I think the stuff with him and Thunderbolts, when he was leading the Thunderbolts and he was leading yeah. that team and really working towards giving them the chance that he got that idea of I'm a guy who got redemption and became a superhero and I'm going to work with you on that. That whole relationship he had with um, what sort of mutant is it Moonstone? You know what I'm talking about? I uh, didn't the, read it, but yeah. I, yeah, Moonstone was, yeah. The, yeah. I think so she I had a different name in the book. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't remember what, Red hair and the blue costume and uh, I think it's blonde. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. My point okay. is uh, specifically in the Thunderbolts. There's there's a lot of that sort of redemption. There's a lot of that mentorship that goes on that Hawkeye does. But yeah, DC is just built more for generational legacy characters. So you can say, oh, he's got so much of a better legacy characters, but. Marvel don't play that, so it's just really hard to say. Well, uh, Marvel choice. does now more. I mean, because Kate Bishop really is a legacy. Yeah. Um, and I think Marvel's starting to come around to their children, their sidekicks or whatever. And I think that, you know, even, quote-unquote, Lady Thor, I would call a legacy character as well, even though she's not a child or a sidekick. She is the next generation Thor. Right. Um, Ironheart and all that uh, other stuff going through. Yeah, but they're figuring out, and I, th- I think Marvel's done an excellent job these last 10 years of building a legacy type of si- mm-hmm. situation. Um, I had a point and I totally lost it. Well, point for me then. I guess yeah. that's how it works. Um, um, I, I, do, I do say this. I didn't like Clinton Barton in Ultimates, although they gave him a really fucked up storyline. And the there's Ultimates, that part where he kills yeah. a guy with his fingernails. Um, is pretty crazy, but uh, the Ultimates as a whole, I'm not always a big giant fan of. The Ultimates well, always feel like they're 
pandering to a different type of comic book there, fan than I am. There are extreme characters, versions, and there have been some that weren't. But I mean, Marvel's extreme. right down to Mister Mister Fantastic was the, ended up being a villain, yeah, and came to the regular universe as a villain, and um, no, finally think, was made interesting. Yeah, it was actually very interesting. Yeah, I think both characters have such similar roles in like their respective teams. Um, they're both kind of the heart of their teams. They're kind of the everyman, like you said. Uh, mm-hmm. In the cartoon, uh, he was a uh, Green Green Arrow was always the reluctant one. He like he like look, I'm just a guy with a bow. I don't I don't know what you guys are taking on gods, and I'm a guy with a bow. <laughs> right, and that's Which is kind exactly... of what. What Clint, Clint is, in, says yeah, in, in, in the, the Avengers. Movie. Yeah, it's, yeah, what the hell am I doing here? I'm just literally a guy with a bow. <laughs> bow, yeah. No, I, I get that. I get that. Um, uh, and it, it's it's a struggle for me because I actually find both characters cool. But I, I, I'm a DC guy. I've always been. I've thoroughly enjoyed the relationship that, Al, that Hal and Ollie have had. I think they're kind of like brothers. Um, more of a love hate. They they butt heads a lot, and that's a very rich aspect. You know, yeah, you know what the worst part about the relationship is is when they got their podcast where they just argue about shit. Oh, no one <laughs> wants to fucking listen to that shit. Um, I, I I I'll concede another point in the fact that Ollie and Hal is so rich and so great. Um, uh, I don't know if that takes away from the fact that Ollie is only really good when paired with Hal. <laughs> Or, or uh, not. I don't know if I want to make that point, but I will concede that relationship is, is exceedingly dope. I think and, that's where he got noticed in the, yeah. yeah. So not wrong, at least in the, in the, the beginnings of it. Yeah. Um, if we can go live action though, let's, let's, let's throw a, another wrench into yeah. this argument. You know, we have six, seven seasons of Arrow and, right. and some really like good. five movies Five movies that Clint's in. Uh, yeah, and noticeably one that he's not in, and uh, which yeah. I'm excited for the the next one. I think that'll all be revealed, and I think he'll play a better part in it. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping at least for that. Um, uh, yeah. So here's the thing about Arrow. Uh, I both love and hate Arrow. Like I watched the first season, like way late. Like I watched the first season of Arrow maybe four years after Arrow premiered. And I oh, binged that much later. Okay. it. Yeah, I binged it. I think I think it was four years. It felt like it was a very long I, period. I caught on at the end of the first season. Like, yeah. I was like people were going, oh, this is pretty good. And I jumped onto it. And I'm like, yeah. hey, this is because the commercials did nothing for me. Right, yeah. And, um, and it's a gritty reboot. We I've already made the jokes about it stealing so heavily from Batman. And, and honestly, that's a thing with it for me is he, he – they steal so heavily from Batman in so many levels. There were a lot of times during watching Arrow where I'm like, does he even oh, have any of his own shit? You know, I mean, there truly are there any well, parts of this ba- where I'm like, can they not have his own mythos at all here? You well, know? here's, here's where I will concede, but it's also where I don't think really Clint has many villains of his own either. Does he really have no, he's, a rogues gallery? Honestly, he's not. Here's a point to you. Here's a point to you. Clint Barton is not a standalone hero. He's never had a long stretch of a solo comic where he's built uh, his own rogues gallery. 
that's the, never the Matt happen. Fraction. I if I yeah. if I could recommend to anybody the Matt Fraction uh, David Aja uh, Hawkeye comic. It's a series of fifteen to sixteen issues. Mm-hmm. I would recommend it. It's it's one of the best runs I've ever read. It is visually there. There's an issue where it's nothing but a dog. It's a silent issue, and it's nothing but a point of view of a dog. And it is some of the best comic book reading I've ever done. Yeah, and it 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 blows away anything I've ever read from Green Arrow. So I'll I can see that. But and, I, and I'm but not really, even we're not we're thing. not arguing about Matt Fraction being so good he can do anything, and we'll all be no, like, no, because he's um, he's ticked me off many times before. But I, I'm just saying, like that 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 series was so damn good. Yeah. Uh, but okay. But, yeah, there but was he doesn't no have years and years and years. Yeah. There were yeah. no villains established. Cause like you said, he is more of, <laughs> An you can't have the Avengers without Clint on the team in some incarnation. Right. Now green arrow since new 52, I don't believe has joined the justice league. He's joined like the offshoot justice leagues, like the justice league America that were, you know, a black ops team that Batman ran and stuff like that. He's done that, but he has not been Justice League official. Yeah. He has a hand, like Onomatopoeia, which was made recently by Kevin Smith, which is a really cool villain. I loved Onomatopoeia. Really? Yes, I loved him. I thought it was a great invention. Except for the whole Batman telling him that he pissed his pants, right? That wasn't, that That was, was, that was was a Batman story. Yeah. That was also written by Kevin Smith, so it's like. But that, it's on yeah, a lot of was, dressed as that as the. Yep, yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I hate yeah. that story. Yeah, because it. But that's breaks, not a that's it, not a Green Arrow story. I know, but it so. breaks so many fucking tenets of Batman, because Kevin Smith thinks he's so fucking. He can just do whatever he wants. That oh. was more him writing for Walter. Yeah. To draw it, and that's kind of why. Yeah. No, I, I won't I argue that. that was, I, that, but Anamanapi was a really cool villain in the first run that Kevin Smith. Yeah, okay. He was. I, All right. Um, what other villains can I think of? I, I can't think of many. That you know, there's a Longbow Hunters, and that was where we got Shado. Yeah. Which is now being in the most recent uh, storyline of Arrow on the television show, but it's nothing like the storyline. It was actually a pretty brutal storyline and it was one of dc's first prestige formats Mm -hmm. uh you know it it was like a straight to trade paperback yeah yeah i know i know what you're talking about all right everybody full disclosure here uh because of some network issues we had to pause for a minute rob you were you were saying something about the long bow hunters yeah, the, the, that was the very first DC prestige format um, and that the television show has been borrowing those characters, but not quite the same way. Um, again, the television show has, I think, have gotten weaker as the season's gone by, but this most recent one was pretty good. Uh, he's in prison now and he's fighting all these villains that he put away. Um, That's I. Yeah, it's. I'll be honest with you. I kind of stopped all the CW uh, uh, shows last season. And I don't know why. I just – suddenly I just was like, this is too much work. It's hard to keep up, especially yeah. once they added Black uh, Lightning, which is really good. But there's five of them now. It's really hard to keep up. Yeah. 
Uh, it, it can be five excellent shows. I can't keep up with five excellent shows. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and, and the, the other thing about it though is, and and when I talk about not being as into Arrow as I was when I was binging, it has a lot more to do with the CW aspect of things. In other words, the drama, the relationship drama, that kind of stuff. That uh, that they that they do outside of these superhero storylines. It's not so much the storylines of the superhero part. It's just the oh, are you know, are they together? Or are they not together? Or why is this happening? Why are, why why is everyone the, so angsty? And, and, and that's really, a double-edged sword of television shows. And yeah. while I don't necessarily agree that you have to do that, I think that's just the CW format, like you've said, right. Now, when we talk about live action, uh, Arrow, at least, he's he, he's the center, right? Arrow, he's yeah. the center. When we talk about the movies, the live action movies with Marvel, he is almost assuredly sidekick. He's he's comic relief. Comic relief. Really. He he's not he's not the full. You you look at the you look at the the big thing in Age of Ultron. They do this huge character reveal with Clint. Oh my God, he's got a a, a wife and kids in this house that you would die to live in. And Captain America can split logs there with his bare hands, which I still don't understand. But they they give you all of this, and then almost immediately, Barton is off screen with his wife, and you don't see him. What happens at that farmhouse? Thor leaves. Yes, check. Uh, Tony and Steve have an argument that lays the groundwork for Civil War. Check. It has nothing to do with Clint whatsoever. You know, you just are like, oh, and uh, <clears throat> and, it and we're just waiting for him to die because of the way he's been set up. Right. Yes. The trope of, oh, you have a family. Well, you're obviously the first person to die. Then that's that's obviously what's going to happen. Like like dead meat in uh, what is the name of that Top Gun spoof? Hot Shots. Hot Shots. Yeah. Hot Shots. I think his name was like dead meat or fresh meat or whatever. And every time he'd be on screen. He'd have like another reason why he was going to die. Oh, here's my wife and kids. Oh, we just bought a house. Or, you know, oh gosh, I hope nothing happens to me. Um, What's Captain America's shield made out of? It's made out of adamantium and vibranium, <laughs> Rob. But you know what? Uh, you know what Hawkeye's shield is made out of? What? Rick Silver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that joke. I don't think uh... that's my joke. It's dumb. Thank you for allowing me to work it in. The podcast. Um, it's a stupid joke, and uh, I love it so. So that's just it. Yeah, they pulled a fast one on us, Rob. We thought he was going to die, and then suddenly it's not him that dies. It's uh, it's ridiculous. Um, well, okay. Yeah. So I. I so. Don't know. Go ahead. Do you have any? I, I do you have any closing words? Or you have... Well, I mean, I guess the only thing that I can say is, um, punching glove arrow. Punching glove arrow. You can't. You can't dispute that. Uh, I mean, we we haven't really talked about the trick arrows yet. There's had trick arrows before, uh, but never a punching. Glove, a boxing glove, arrow tip. That's never been something that Hawkeye's used because it's, uh, what's the words I'm looking for? Fucking ridiculous. Yes. Well, they both have had some ridiculous arrows, but nothing tops the boxing glove arrow. 
And uh, it makes me think of a story that's my favorite. And I concede, I concede that the coolness factor is totally, it's gone when you pull out a boxing glove arrow. But uh, after Ali had died and Connor Hawk had taken his place and he had earned his right to be on the Justice League, um, it was his very first day and he was on monitor duty. Now that I think back, why is his first day and he's on monitor duty? Yeah, that but seems he was. crazy. It's, <laughs> it's obviously the shit job, right? Yeah, it's like, oh, the new guy, give it to him. And the, the villain, the key, found his way up to the uh, to the base and was invading. And he was kind of caught unaware and had to use his, you know, he was going through the museum and the trophy room and he found his father's arrows and he literally pulls out the boxing glove arrow and he's just like, why, Dad? Why, why did you have to use these? And takes down the key using the boxing glove arrow. And it's one of the really coolest moments in in the Grant Morrison era of Justice League, but no, I can see it's <laughs> it's a boxing glove arrow. It just you and I both. I don't it, know how how is it going to fly? Yeah, exactly. It's not weighted, right? You know, it's we a both, really good compound bow. With oh come on, we have both. We you and I have both not very well, but have both shot bows and arrows before. And I'm not just talking about the ones we made in your backyard. We have both shot real bow and arrow before at least once, right? Yeah, yeah. And I don't understand how that fucking works whatsoever. I I also don't understand how a round shield bounces in a geometry that always lands back in a person's hand. No. But. It is a cool visual, but it's the most ridiculous. Uh, yeah. It's... Well, it, it goes back to one of the earliest points you made in this podcast, which is the neutering of comics. Right there, it's already that 60s camp feel from the very beginning with that kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's already dealing with the sort of jokiness of that. It's a fucking why not punch a guy with your arrow with your box and why it should be boxing gloves. So you so you immediately know it's a punch he's about to get in the face. Uh, I love Ollie. I and I think he's a very cool character because of what has been written into him. Mainly my, my main reason for loving Ollie is the way he was portrayed in the justice league cartoon that was on cartoon network. Yeah. In no. the late 90s. That's, I love that character, but Great, yeah. he's a Batman ripoff right at his core from being things, things that I did you know, having a, Oh, I was going to say things that I do like about him. And we touched about it. The left winger. Are we there? Yeah. I, I'm here. Yeah. Uh, the, no, the left winger froze stuff. Up for a second. Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. The left winger stuff definitely is uh, is uh, it was interesting points. the The eco warrior stuff is sort of okay, but a little his misguided. His parents dying. Yeah. Learning his learning on an island basically to survive. That I love. See, I and we you didn't talk about that. The only part of his origin that I really dig is the whole trapped on an island and learning to shoot a bow and arrow. On See, in the comic books, he's alone, not like an arrow where he's trained by apparently everybody in the world uh, and then just dropped back off on an island. In the, in the comic books, he just literally learns to survive on his own. And it's, yeah. it's, I think that's a cool origin. I really do. And it's the kind of pulp origin that you would get uh, when he first comes out. Uh, it, it really is reminiscent of Robinson Caruso, obviously, but it's reminiscent of those pulp adventure. The the doc. Uh, that's a uh, good point. You know, that's that's the the sort of you know uh, white man stranded in in into the 
uh, into the uh, 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 wilds and and then really becoming his own just by sheer will and and stick to itness. That's it's it does have a sort of a of a really great pulp feel to it, and I do like that part. So I, I will give you that. It's somehow that is cooler than just being a circus performer, for sure. Uh, the coolest thing to me about Hawkeye's um, uh, origin is the fact that he was a criminal, uh, but a reluctant criminal at that. And I think that's part of I, like, I think what that really speaks to is that every man part of you, you know, like the chips really are down and he sees there's no way out and he sees a little glimmer of hope with these people that he's running with. And so he thinks he's going to be a villain. But when he's doing this villain stuff, he realizes, oh, man, that's this not it's not me. And that's the part that's or I always think that Clint Barton has. So, do you, um, do you mind I, just before you sign off here? I, I I went on the internet and pulled off a few things that were like, well, who's who's this and who's this? Yeah, they they actually think that Ollie is a better archer, hmm. but they think that Clint is a better fighter because yeah. Clint's been trained by Clint's been trained by Captain America. Yeah, this now this isn't my opinion. This is just what I found on the internet. This is. Um, um, you had brought up earlier, and I really I wanted to uh, point it out a little more that being an archer was all he had, and he always wanted to just constantly get better. There is an issue where he's talking to Spider Man, and I remember reading this, but he's like, "If I miss, that means I'm just another dude with a bow, mm. and that's why I can never miss." That's pretty cool. Um, that yeah, I always thought that was. But then they go into his trick arrows. There was one where he literally took a bottle of bleach. <laughs> and so if you could get worse than a boxing glove arrow, it's, it's a bottle bleach of bleach. Arrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh For my those... God, you've made this shirt whiter. <laughs> what have you done? You've uh, made both... this shirt whiter. <laughs> Oh God! I'm kidding, guys. That's a really horrible. Hawkeye thing. has actually led teams where uh, Green Arrow hasn't, unless you count the television show. But right, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, then they brought up the Goliath aspect that you kind of touched on. I always thought it would be great to see, like, I think I think it would be great to see a, a Hawkeye that used Pym particles more. In his everyday stuff. Like, I mean, if you're already going to have a guy who's sort of tied in with Hank Pym and with the Goliath stuff, wouldn't it be cooler to have a guy who shoots an arrow that mid-flight expands into harpoon shape, you know? Like, sure. take down a car and stuff like that. I, I just think that there's so many things about him that, that they could still... Well, I, and I, I fear that me mentioning his comic got cut off in our... But that David Aja, that David Aja, uh, Matt Fraction book is one of my all time favorite series. I, I, it's 12, 14 issues. And I, I would recommend it to anybody that just wants to jump into comics and just read something different. Mm -hmm. It's, it, you know, it's, it's been out of publication for about three or four years now, but it was so good. Well, you can just get it on comics, comic Comicsology, come. Oh yeah, but yeah, it it's the David Aja run, uh, mm -hmm. uh, Matt Fraction, David Aja run. It, Pizza Dog was the name of the character on it, and the the I, episode, or the issue that is all through the dog's eyes, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. So, uh, Rob, we need to make this official. Yeah, I concede. My name is Monty, you. and I'm right. And I hate you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, you're right. Oh, and then let's go to the big I... board. Uh, Marvel 1, DC 0. All right. Well, yeah. We'll have to revisit this a little bit later. Um, thanks so much, uh, you, the loyal listener, for sticking through this one that had some technical difficulties. More than you probably even know, because there was some more stupid stuff that happened in the midst of our two takes here. Um, Including me thinking that we were recording. (laughs) So, classic. Classic, everybody. Absolutely classic. Um, But anyway, uh, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, uh, What we should do, really quick, um, uh, our our quick question, Rob, let's do, what would be, uh, in your opinion, the... What would be the next stupidest trick arrow you can think of? Stupider than a bleach arrow, huh? Um, how about a Christmas decoration arrow? You shoot an arrow and it puts uh, bulbs or... Uh, oh, it, yeah, it puts, just, strings lights on a Christmas tree. There you go. There you go, yeah. Oh, that is... Yeah, he's probably done that. Wow. That is, uh, that is pretty stupid. I think the next stupidest uh, uh, one would be uh, an arrow that when uh, that when you shoot it, it 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 hits so light you just think that your cell phone's going off in your pocket. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, I like it. it tags you, and you're like, "Oh shit, my oh, but I'm not getting anything. Oh, I hate it when that happens. Just just you know, just a just a little slight vibration. You're like, oh oh oh, bummer. No one that's nobody called. I was expecting a call from a gal i met on tinder but i guess it didn't go on <laughs> all right well uh join us next time when we uh talk about some other stupid things and hopefully our network connections are better uh again uh my name is monty and i'm right my name's rob and i'm a dc fan <laughs> <laughs> so he's wrong <laughs> good night everybody night